my radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. This is Inside Sports. Tashi Mamla, the first South African to get 300 in a test match. Your country salutes you. Inside the News. Inside the updates. See you, Khaleesi. And South Africa are rugby World Cup kings in Japan. Inside sport. Just gone six minutes past eight. Assalamu alaikum and good evening. You're listening to Inside Sport exclusive to the Voice of the Cape, where we cover all the latest news and chat to past and present sports stars as well. I'm your host, Firo Sheikh, and my tech tonight is Nasser Mayberg. We're talking football tonight. My guest is the former Batswood goalkeeper, Adib Abrams. Now, before I chat to Adib, let's catch up with the latest sporting news coming through. The Italian Grand Prix produced a shock, a few shocks today, actually. Uh, Alpha Tauri's uh, Pierre Gasly winning his first Race Carlos Sainz was second and Lance Stroll finished third there. That's uh, an upset for the books there. England, well, they beat Australia uh, by uh, six wickets today in the second T20 International. Wrapping up that series with a game to spare, chasing 158 to in England, made 158 for four from 18.5 overs. Joss Butler is just unbelievable in this uh, format. Uh, the third match takes place on a Tuesday. Now, world number one, Novak Djokovic and women's fourth seed, Naomi Osaka will be chasing quarterfinal berths on day seven of the US Open today. Serbian star Djokovic takes on Spain's 20th seed Pablo Carino Busta in the last 16 at Flushing Meadows as he aims to edge closer to an 18th Grand Slam title. In the women's competition, two-time Grand Slam winner Osaka looks to move into the last eight at the expense of Estonian 14th seed Annette Contevate. And stage nine of the Tour de France took place today as well, covered 153 kilometers. That was won by Tadej Pogoka, Slovenian Primoz Roglic, is now the new holder of the yellow jersey, taking over from Adam Yates. And of course, Ajax Cape Town was in action today. Promotion playoff match, a good win for them. They beat Shakuma Shah Madzivandila 3-2 in that first playoff match there. So a good three points there for Ajax. Let's hope they keep it up there. The other team in the playoffs are Black Leopards, while Pulakswani City, of course, were automatically relegated yesterday. Uh, time now to say assalamualaikum to Adib Abrams. Yeah, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh to you and to all the listeners of Voice of the Cape. Yeah. Thanks for accepting the invitation tonight, Adib. You can uh, join, of course, join the conversation as well. You can call 21 or WhatsApp 0722380712 for any comments or questions. Now, uh, before we talk about your playing days, let's just touch a little bit. We're talking off here about uh, Ajax, uh, Cape Town. And that good win for them. We, we're still trying to understand how they threw away that lead going into the bubble of nine points. Yeah, no, look, I mean, uh, they shouldn't be in this position, <clears throat> you know, but um, unfortunately, they've actually got themselves into a situation where uh, they ended second. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's sad because I think they've been around for a long time. And I think with the experience they have, they should have uh, clinched the, the league and automatically gained promotion. But I think with uh, the situation um, now, um, 
in in a bubble and not actually playing home and away. That uh, that advantage is well, disadvantage is not there. Mm. Uh, maybe they stand a good chance now. You know, I mean, it's important to win your first game, and then obviously, you know, you need to build that to make sure that uh, in the next uh, four games, I think uh, that they need to make sure that they can get through and get back because Cape Town needs another team in uh, you know another yeah. three teams in Cape Town wouldn't be too bad. Three teams I don't think, would be fantastic. Yeah, I think the last time they had three teams. I don't think they had three teams. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, and just to give the teams up north a bit of more challenges when they come and play here because they don't like to play in Cape Town. Yeah, and obviously uh, build up the rivalry here between, yeah, correct, between you know, the teams yeah, in, in you the know, Cape. Correct, you know, I mean with... Uh, uh, Stellenbosch and, and Cape Town City and, and uh, another team would just give you that kind of impetus to try and recreate and rekindle uh, the enthusiasm and maybe mm. the interest amongst people, you know, to try and get more pe- people to the ground yeah. when we are allowed to get back into the ground. Absolutely. Well, well, it's a great start for Ajax. Let's hope they, they keep it up because it's very difficult to, to win those uh, playoffs there. And of course, Kaiser Chiefs threw away yesterday as well. Another 14-point lead. Ah, they yeah. let slip. <laughs> That'll be the talk going on for a well, while now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Coach must be fired. I mean, uh, they <laughs> no, can never take that failure oh. as, as success, you know. Again, you know, a big club like that, you know, that kind of lead, knowing what they need to do with yeah. the kind of players that have, they have uh, playing for them with the experience. And surely, you know, really, you need to know that uh, one win or two. Absolutely. Uh, the league is ours, you know. You, you can you never, just threw it away, no, basically. You you know, but then again, you need, you need to take your hat off to Sundowns. Yeah. You know, they kept the pressure on. You lose, we win, we yeah, lose, and yeah. then you crack at the end. Yeah. You know, and, and he's made use, you know, of, of, of the experience that he's had, and yeah. he knows how to win. I think it's his fifth or sixth yeah. league title, so he knows how to win. You know, so good luck to them. You know, let's give him credit. You yes, know, he, yes, he's yes. done pretty well. Like and he's he, always said in the interviews, you know, the pressure was on Chiefs all day. Can do his win day games, and that's what he did. Hundred percent. You know, you you. Turn it, turn it around and put the yeah. pressure onto them by just winning and doing your business, you know. Yeah, no, fantastic. And obviously, uh, Cape Town City secured their top eight spot. Well, they were the team of, of well, if I could put it, they were the team of the bubble um, yeah, yeah. set up. The, the Q4, they called it. I think they were the informed team. team correct, uh, correct, so fantastic yeah. there for them. Yeah. Uh, so good on them, uh, finishing in the top eight there. Uh, so let's talk about your playing days now, uh, Adib. Uh, I believe you were one team man. You were always part of the. Uh, were you always part of the Batswood setup from a junior level? Yeah, well, junior. Well, I, I'll tell you the story. You know that um, I stayed in Claremont and then played cricket. I was a cricketer, and then uh, grew Berries Act. Then said, "Look, sorry, man, you're not the right colour. You need to get out of Claremont." And I then landed up in Weinberg, and I became the neighbour of Vincent Barnes. We just mm. spoke to him off off here as well. Yeah. So I played cricket uh, for Victoria, and um, when I befriended uh, Vincent, he played football for Batswood. And uh, you know, as youngsters, you know, come play for us. Mm. So I took Vincent with me to play cricket for Victoria. He took me to play football for Batswood. And um, when we got to the field, and I, I was saying, you know, what position does he play? And he's a goalkeeper, you know. <laughs> really, <laughs> you know, he was you know, a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. He said he's a goalkeeper, and I never played goalke- uh, goalkeeper. And I think you know that uh, from that time, you know, um, I've known Vincent now all my life, you know, and we. Probably the best of friends that you can find, you know, and um, and I'm very appreciative of that. Um, so uh, from there, you know, you grew into the into the Batswood family. Yeah. You know, the way you know we had we had administrators there that made you feel that uh, you actually a part of a family, and that there's bigger things expected of you mm. as a footballer and as a community member. And I think you know um, through that process. Um, it defines 
a young man mm. uh, train of thought and uh, we'll probably get onto the Sackos era, yeah. era later on and uh, through that process and maybe fortunate for us that we got entangled with a group of group of players and friends that thought alike mm. and that is where this wonderful um, uh, relationship of people from all walks of life different uh, religions um, mushroomed into yeah. like I told you Alan, into this very protective group of human beings with families mm. and kids mm. that will forever be respected mm. um, we've got a whatsapp group that is there and we will always be in touch you know like in, in this very strange time that we're living in there's nothing better than getting a call or chat and say you know, how you stay safe yeah. is there anything that you need can we assist you don't do this don't do that yeah, all the time and we're grown men you know yeah and I think, you know, that that goes beyond in terms of um, it all stemmed from the fact that we belong to a community club um, that has allowed us to become uh, and grow um, to where we are at the moment. And also in the process of the years of um, the relationship put back into the club, because we, we feel that if it isn't or if it wasn't for the club, we wouldn't have been able to do and maybe. I wouldn't be able to sit uh, yeah. across this desk from you. you absolutely, know? absolutely. And, and um, so, how did you end up in 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 the, in the post as a goalkeeper? If you weren't a goalkeeper, yeah, how did you end yeah, up? Yeah, you know, you know, um, my late father, my Allah Grandin, my place in Jannah, and for all I those mean, that have passed yeah. on, you know, he, he, every Friday night, Vincent, myself, Rashad Masson, a friend of mine, ours, was a cricketer. Uh, we had, we went to Hartleyville. This is before 1976. We had a season ticket, and every Friday night he took us, and we went to Artyville. And I, I never, I never actually um, modelled myself on a particular goalkeeper, yeah. you know. But I said we sat, we always sat behind the poles, and Cape Town City at that time, Hellenic, yeah, Durban City, Durban United, yeah. Islands, all those things. Anyway, we used to go every Friday night, and then Cape Town City had a goalkeeper, Andy Donnelly. Um, David Gething was a goalkeeper, I think, at Islands Park. And I would just, you know, watch and Andy Donnelly was very small, but always neat. And he was just, you know, the way he moved and and he caught everything. He caught everything. He didn't punch, he caught mm. everything. Trevor Gething was just very athletic, you know, always had black on, you know. I think they called him the Black Panther or uh. something to that extent. And then Alenik uh, got a goalkeeper, Volkmar Gross, uh, a huge man. Eh? I mean, and when we used to go watch Alenik in Cape Town, uh, city, I used to now then just obviously watch the goalkeeper, and it became to me it became an art. I always thought, you know, to me and to me it does make sense to me mm. that if I stand in the, my goalkeeping area, and firstly I'm the only one that can use my hands, nobody else can use their hands, right? So in the penalty area or in the 18 yard box, I'm the only one that can use my hands. And if I stand and I push my put my hands up, I will be taller than anybody that's going to yeah. stand me. And if I jump. And then I mean, we're going to be taller. Mm. So that became an art for me. That anything that comes into area where it was is, your ball. Yeah. And we had this uncanny understanding. Vincent was a right back, Gerald Mentor, Ian Southgate, Royston Little, Oscar. These were the, they, they were the, the defenders, right? And Roger Lynx as well. And I always say that if I, if you hear me call, don't please, don't interfere with me. Just protect me, leave me because I will catch the ball. Mm. And I think, you know, that kind of 
sort of grew within the team and gives you confidence. And so yeah, it be, to me it became an art. And I, I and I always told myself that I will be the fittest player in our team when we train because I'm a goalkeeper. Yeah. I know the infield players, and, and we always had this competition of making sure when it comes to sprints and that walk. And and that was just fantastic, you know, because you know you know. You know um, Feroz, you know, we were amateurs, eh? We were amateurs, mm. but we were professionals. We always we look at the English football, or yeah. Italian football, or that's the things that you could identify with. And um, we would train five days a week. Um, I mean, we train as amateurs. As amateurs. Some of us had vehicles, some of us never had vehicles. So we'd go and pick up the big guys that never had vehicles who come to training. And without fail, every Sunday morning at seven o'clock, there's a field in Hanover Park. There's a field in Hanover Park. Every Sunday morning at 7 o'clock, you'll find us, a full squad at Hanover Park, um, training the next day after we played on a Saturday. And um, to us, it was just that we wanted to be the best in mm. what we do. Yes, you know, people thought that we, what, the elitist, and we had uh. straight hair, and we drove nice cars, and we, pay, we stayed in houses, and we pay rates. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's all the talk at Winter. That was the impression. That's that the impression, yeah. yeah. And yes, yes. If you look at us from the outside, you will probably think, that, who, do, who do these oaks they think? <laughs> Glamour boys. That's yeah. Because when you see us, on the, when we run out onto the stadium on, 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 uh, on a Friday night, we played Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Friday, Sunday, Friday night, Saturday night, stadium is packed. Amateur football. When we run out of there, you will see us with our track top on. We were uh, the only team that came out with a track top, uh, top on with our squad numbers. And we shine. You know, there was, Mr. Jerd was a, a monsieur. He's also passed on, you know. May his soul rest in peace. And um, he had this special make this, uh, mixtures and then and he'd come in there. I tell you, I'm saying uh, amateur football. We'd come in there, sit there. He'll be on one side there. His towels, he'll lay that. And he go sit there like a professional. And he will rub you out. He will strap you up. So automatically, that, that, that transcends into you as a player. Mm. So when you run on, out onto the field, you will see that you're playing as a team that's disciplined. We always used to say, when we run out onto the field, we already tune up. Because we had two strikers, Kevin Jeff and Sirawala. Everybody knows them. And they're probably the best strikers I've seen. You know, I've seen Duncan you know, as well. I'll include Duncan in the end, the late Trevor Manuel. Then we heard, he had one left foot. He's passed on now. But I tell you, he played for Lennox as well. What a gifted footballer. But these are all the people, the, 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 you know, the things that people... Don't see, unfortunately, mm. you know. But this is what we created amongst ourselves. So wherever we went in the country, up to today, people will, will know who we are. If you start talking about Batsud in Durban and Federation times, people will know who we are because of what we did. Adib, we're just going to take a uh, quick ad break and when we come back, we'll continue with the discussion. This is Inside Sports. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Inside Sport. You're listening uh, on uh, Voice of the Cape. My guest tonight is Adib Abrams, the former Batswood goalkeeper. Just got a message coming through. Yes, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, when I joined Batswood's fundraising group, uh, we did it for the kids. We love doing what we do. The kids listen to Adib. They respect him when they want him, uh, want to be him or with him. Adib is extremely humble. He's so awesome. Uh, FG and Mary. Uh, that's coming from them, Adim. Hi, VOC and Adib. Watch the great man share the tear later. What a role model to sportsmen, one of the finest I had the privilege of playing with. No name, yeah? If you can send us your name, number ending with 6673. Um, 
so we can uh, share that information as well. Um, you were talking about the professionalism now, and you're talking about the, the ointment, and I can actually smell the deep heat and stuff that uh, the guys used to rub in the, in the change room and stuff, Arib, really, because that's how it uh, used to be back there, right? No, you know, you know, the change room was a very special place. You yeah. know, you know, we used to have team talks at. Uh, we, we had a coach, Moby Corrales, and a, Cl- and a manager, Clive Clouty. Clive Clouty was like a fatherly figure to us, you know, in terms of where we, because we were still young at that time. Mm. Uh, Moby Corrales, as a coach, was probably beyond his years. He shouldn't have been where he was because of his knowledge of the game mm. and just the, the in-depth uh, preparation he, he, he has when we start training. That's why, that's why we 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 look forward to our sessions because it was it was professional. The things that are that goalkeepers are doing now, I did back then. Maybe mm. a bit more sophisticated now because yeah. of technology and equipment and those kind of things. But the basic, uh, you know, skills and and I think you know we did it like many years ago. So that that played a, a huge role in, in in us making us hungry, you mm. see, to be successful in what we're doing. And then, like I said, you know, Clive and you know they sort of gave us the, the direction, you know, yeah. that, that kind of thing, yeah. you know. The dressing room was, uh, you know, I'm a very quiet person, eh? but when it comes to the dressing room and we start singing and then I, I, I think I turn into something else. Yeah. Because this is it. This is about us going out and entertaining the people. I always say that I always saw myself as an entertainer because of what I do. Yes. But I'm part of a collective because it's a team uh, effort in terms of what we're doing. But everybody has to play his, his part mm. to become a success. And, you know, and... and we, I'm sure, you know, when we used to go out and the opponents look at us, when you come at there, we are sweating. We're getting to our second sweat <laughs> yeah. because of just of the energy. The warm-up and all yeah, of that. The yeah. energy. I, I tell you, it, it must be frightening. Mm. If you next door to us and we are warming up and you listen to what's happening in the dressing room. Mm. And we know that because we always believed that. And we never used to worry about the opposition. You know, uh, who's we playing? No, we got our game plan. We play and, and we were focused on our strengths. And they need to come, make sure they can, mm. uh, you know, counter us in terms of what we're doing. And yes, you know, spoke about Royston earlier on, and we had Ian Southgate. These are thinking. Well, that message is from Ian Southgate, by the way. Look at, look at that, 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 that is a leader of men. When I say a leader, I mean, these are people with the knowledge of the game. When you listen to them speak, yeah. you listen because they know the game. Royston is probably one of the best central midfielders, defensive midfielders I ever saw. I don't think anybody has come along in terms of what he was what what he was able to do. Mm. But I think you know, and, and, and when you start getting that respect and 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 people lead and they, and they lead from the front, and uh, you can only but give your best. And and as you know, we hate losing. Mm. We lost, yes, we lost, but we hate losing because we put so much into it. So if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to make sure that you really play out your skin to be able to do that. And that wasn't very. It's very seldom that we lost, you know. And I'm, I, I'm sure, I man, there's a saying amongst our group yeah. of, that I'm talking about, that I'm so affectionate about and uh. passionate about and are loyal to. I'll do anything for them. And they will do anything for any one uh. of us in this group. That people, the, the stadium's just full because three quarters of the people that's sitting there want to come see us lose. <laughs> You mean you guys dominated amateur football before you got to the pro? People just want to come and see bats with that's losing. It. That's it. You know, and, and we look. We had a we had gifted footballers. Cliffy Davids was a a magician with the ball. You know, he never used to tackle, but just the skill that he had. You know, and 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 you could probably go on and on about you know. But like I said, it was to me, it's more of a 
collective, you know, and then, and then what is significant, you know, what is significant is that, like Nazim said, you had a great captain. That great captain is in Wales. Yeah. We had another great captain, a gentleman. He's not here, but he's in Kimberley. But we speak every day, and when we speak, we speak about the things that we and you are talking mm. about now. Because that defined a great portion of our lives. It made us realize that we're nothing, you know, really, we're nothing. We're just making a contribution in a team sport where some of us have the ability maybe to outshine others because of human nature. And we encourage and, and we try to make sure that we bring the best out of each other. Fortunately for us, as a collective team, we were just something special because of what contribution each and every one mm. had when we played a football game. How we would analyze the game when we lose. How we would um, respect the opponents when we win. Because we can't do anything without an opponent. And I think, you know, I know time is short, but we played in an era where we, 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 we were not normal sports people. Mm. We were young, hungry. And then we were... I would say we were used through our own acknowledgement and permission to foster a cause to try and make sure that somewhere along the line we will live in a free country. Not in, our, not in my lifetime. Mm. When we made this commitment to play under the Sackhouse banner and not go... I said earlier on, Vincent, myself, and, and Rashad went to, uh, to, to, to Hartley Vale with my dad. And when we, 1976, right, we stopped. Because I could make that choice. No, 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 no. I don't need to go there. I don't need to be treated as uh, what's your way and then go home in a non-white train and a white bus. And so, so I could make that choice. If it means that we play at Cape District on a field that's bumpy, then we're going to do that. But at the end of the day, I will say that I, under this banner, where our football club uh, affiliated to, I can treat myself as a human being. And through that process and sacrifice, other people sacrificed yeah. their lives for the cause. Yeah. Um, we and, and, and when I say this, I'm talking about sports people across the board. Soccer, I'm talking about the rugby, cricket, baseball, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, volleyball. And, 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 and if you look at it, we had gifted people, gifted sports people. Absolutely. With natural ability. Yeah. Natural ability. And a lot of them would have had the opportunity to no. represent the country had they been given a chance. 100%. 100%. Uh, we've got another message here. Assalamu alaikum to Adib and the panel. Alhamdulillah, these are the role models we need in our communities. Keep uh, being the humble, beautiful person you've become from Nukhaya. So some nice messages coming through there, Adib. Obviously, uh, you know, like you were saying, and you guys also brought joy to thousands of people that came to watch you guys, you know, that sacrificed their time on a Friday night in Athlone Stadium. I mean, I'm coming from KZN. I can think about Curry's Fountain. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that just now. But obviously, you've, you've played in Johannesburg. You've played in, in other parts of, of, of the country. And to see those fans coming there, coming to see you guys in, under the, the Federation yeah. uh, banner, the SACOS banner, uh, just coming and enjoying what you guys had to offer to them. That, that must have been fantastic, right? That, like you were saying. Yeah, you know, we, 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 um, we played amateur football and then um, we got to a point where I think we played uh, in the Super League and there was some playoff game that we played against Clearwood over two legs. We lost the one leg, 1-0, one and then the second leg we drew 0-0 nil, nil, and, and then that would have meant we had to go back to back into the amateur ranks but we were too good for that mm. we, we really felt that you know as a team we were too good for that and then the late Mr. and Mrs. Jafter I mean icons of our 
of a football fraternity, not just a batswood, mm. president and secretary. And they play away. They were significant. They play a significant role in our progression as club members mm. and the loyalty and the discipline and the commitment to what we were doing. And they said, no, look, you know, we need to get into the Federation um, Professional League. Um, my cousin, Aslam Khanan, he, he was a chairman at that time. And then Clive Clutie and his brother-in-law, Ivan Perenzi passed on. The three of them signed, I know this, I work in the bank, mm-hmm. okay, coming up now. <laughs> they signed personal surety, right? To give the federation whatever they needed yeah. for us to enter into the federation. And I was coming to that now because you guys obviously dominated in the amateur ranks. It's quite obvious that Batswood was one of the teams here in Cape Town. And your entry into the FPL was actually quite late, Correct. Uh, right? I think 88, 89, okay. around there. Okay. And obviously 1991 was unification. Yeah. But you guys made such an impact into the FPL. Your first season winning the treble, that's, right? That's the league. And I remember Osman Spice Cup, correct, correct. NRB Cup as well. Uh, Mac Mia was that's it, yeah, that's it, that's it. Uh, dominating. Why did you guys leave it so late, firstly, to get into the FPL? Ah, you know, uh, 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 that's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we, we, I think we were probably cutting, not cutting our teeth, but we, I think at, at, at the amateur level, we, we, we set a trend that other teams follow. Mm. And I say this because we were the first team to start pre-season training after Christmas. So early. Yeah. Because back then it was, well, amateur is still played in winter correct, now, correct, unlike correct, the professional, yeah, correct, which correct. has changed. Yeah. We were the first team that started team talks. So when we played Everton, Matrusfontein, Peninsula, Cleod, all these top teams, they would hear that that's who they had a team talk at the manager's place or wherever the case yeah. is. And when we have a team talk, I'm talking about a professional team talk. We, we don't sit and mess around. It's about this and that and this and this. We're doing this, we're doing that. And I think that, that, is, that is what kept us um, in, in, maybe in the amateur ranks for such a long time because um, we wanted to become more and more successful until we got to the point where we did everything. We won everything. We couldn't, want, we couldn't do, we do any more than that. And we then took that step further up. And maybe the step further up then exposed the quality of the players that we had. Uh, it was unfortunate, you know, that when unification came about, uh, we ended second that year to, to, to Santos. Yeah. They were given permission, I think it was so the NPSL, NSL. 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 Yeah. And, 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 and through, I don't know through which uh, clever person said, only one team from Cape Town. Mm. And they took other teams from yeah. Real Touch. Touch. But like you said, we won the treble, we were successful. We, and, and, and that was that was probably uh, the beginning of the demise of us because we went into the second the NSL, the division below mm-hmm. that. I remember we played that year, we lost the league by one point to Cape Town Spurs. Again, you know, Cape Spurs were six games behind us and for some reason they won all their games and what anyway. And then from there, uh, Roger Lynx was... He moved on. Bought. Yeah. His first player was bought and a couple of other players. And from there, it became more and more difficult yeah. for us to survive because we never had a sponsor. And and slowly, yeah, you know, and I think through just pure economics and maybe mm. the fact that we couldn't attract uh, quality players to survive, we eventually got from first, second, third to third. And now we're back at, at amateur level, you know. Um, but, but the beauty of this is that nobody owned Batswood 
professional football club. Mm. It was owned by the amateur wing. wing. But what I'm curious to find out, obviously, 1989, you guys dominated in the first year. That must have been a fantastic achievement. First time you guys coming into the professional uh, uh, league and then, you know, beating the likes of Santos, who dominated FPL. Um, and obviously, the uh, other teams from uh, Johannesburg, Bluebell, Swaraj, Maritzburg United, Maria, Manning Rangers. Those were teams that have been there for a while. You guys come as newbies and you just dominate. Yeah, but I think we came in there with with our amateur team and, yeah. and, and and I think maybe we were prepared for that because of the of our attitude when we were playing amateur football that we professionals mm. absolutely and when we got into that uh, um, arena uh, we could we could conduct ourselves as professionals because you know what's expected and when we came up against opposition where we needed to prove that we can compete. We can beat you. We can. We were able to do that because um, we were tested to that. Ex- mm. You know, extend that. Uh, how good? How good are you as a team? Mm. How good are you in your position? How good are you? You know, as a leader. And I think that probably got us to the point where. And and when you come to Cape Town, you can't beat us here. Yeah. You know, because Athlon Stadium was our home. You know, we love the Athlon Stadium. You know, we knew what inside out. We could instantly you know. So yeah, you know, I, I think I want to chat role. about the before we take the the next ad break. Um, your rivalry with Santos, and obviously, I want to. I just I just got two more messages here, which I want to read very quickly. Um, William Herbert fans and Desiree Jafter, Armin Hunter, Shai Davids, those names yes, are familiar. Yes, yes. And Salam Adib, I was a junior when you guys were our role models at Batswood. I even named my eldest son Adib. Hey, I agree with the values instilled <laughs> in the club structures. We had a good foundation in the challenging times. Shukran Sali Davids. Uh, I want to ask you, can you still remember your starting 11 for, for Batswood? You're in, professional in the pro ranks. The first game we played was against um, uh, Santos. Yeah, at the Athlon Stadium. Yeah, our very first game when we entered into uh, was it was a local uh, derby. derby. Yeah. We had all white on. Can you remember the starting eleven? Um, it was myself. It was uh, right back. It was Vincent, um, Royston, Roger, Oscar. Navron, Cliffy, Gerald, Kevin, Cyril, Derek Scaffers was in there, Alan Donner was in there, um, Roddick Dyson was in a part of the squad. Yeah. Wow, brilliant. And what was the result, one by one, the way? 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Duncan scored the equalizer. Trevor de Rocha. Oh, sorry, Trevor de Rocha. Yeah. He played as well. Yeah. He scored the goal. Yeah. And then Duncan equalized. Fantastic. I'll never forget and that. And the crowd like at the No, Apple no. Uh, uh, packed. 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 Uh-huh. Packed. Santos was always a, was always, um, always a, look, that's a kind of rivalry. Man. Yeah, yeah. Because look, uh, for a while, Cape Town had one team. Correct. In Correct. 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 And obviously Correct. you guys Correct. came along. Correct. That would have, would have increased Correct. that Correct. rivalry. Um, Correct, you know. Coronation Wolves was the only team who beat Betswood. In the in the mega trophy, can you remember uh, that Coronation Wolves? Maybe that's before Someone my time. Is saying yeah, that's they, they before. beat you guys. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Uh, no, you're not immune to losing. <laughs> you did lose, you know, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So some nice messages coming through. Yeah. So yeah. So the rivalry was fantastic. No, it's always you know, and and, and, and through the rivalry we, we become friends. You know, yeah, when you absolutely. walk around, you see. Look, they were a great team. Eh? Yeah. 
Dunk. Well, they dominated. I mean, that's right. Uh, I think Santos won about six or seven FPL trophies. Correct, uh, The Kerek. Cape teams dominated. Correct, uh, FPL Kerek. and Kerek. and uh, cricket as well. Like we we're talking, Kerek. you know, like yeah, I was yeah, saying, yeah, 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 in yeah. the last thirteen seasons or so of the uh, South African board cricket, Kerek. I think Western Province would have won it about twelve times. Yeah, I think, that. and I know Vinny Barnes. You, you mentioned him a lot. Yeah. He was one of the stars no, of the yeah, Western no, Province no, team. No, he was the guys used to fear him. No, no, he was a he was he was a demon. To fear. He's actually uh, dangerous, you know, with a ball, <laughs> with a cricket ball in his hand, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think let's take a break, uh, ad break. When we come back, we'll continue further. Okay. This is Inside Sports. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside Sport. A lovely conversation we're having with the former Batswood goalkeeper, Adib Abrams. We're just talking about their rivalry with Santos prior to, uh, to the break. And of course, the crowds that packed uh, the Athlon Stadium when Batswood and uh, Santos used to do battle. Now, of course, Adib, uh, Sakos played a very important part in a lot of people's lives. That was part of the, uh, the uh, how can the non racial banner, if we can put it, Federation, SACB, and all those other coding. Uh, I think it was uh, Saru, right? Rugby, uh, that's it, that's yeah, it, that's it. Um, all other codes as well. But uh, 1986 was your year in terms yes, of SACOS, yes, Sportsman no, of the Year. Yeah, no normal sport in an abnormal yeah, society. Yeah. You know, the phrase coined by yes. the late uh, Sanawa, you know. And it made such a lot of sense to me, firstly to me as a, as a human being and as a, as a sports person, to identify with that, you know, and to play a role. Yes, 1986, you know, um, I was elected as SACOS uh, Sportsperson of the Year. Um, which was a tremendous honor because it, it, it's an indication of me taking a mantle on behalf of all the oppressed sports people. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm irrelevant. I'm irrelevant uh, in, in, in the broader sense of this. But I think, you know, when, 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 when that happened, I, I clearly remember, you know, that um, Adidas uh, had a photo session with me at Athlon Stadium. And they wanted to use and whatever they did. You know, they took photographs and then they made this massive Adidas poster, you know, um, that you see in the shops. Yeah. With uh, with me standing on there with whatever sackos, whatever the case is, and it's just you know when I look at the poster, um, it's 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 a, it's 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 a, it's a recognition. Yeah, you probably need somebody to be on there of what the oppressed sports people has achieved, and. Sakos then arranged a, our own Olympics. Now, now, really, now, you know, when I look at the Olympics, to me, when I look at the Olympics and I look at where we came from, then, it, then I'm very proud, really, mm. that I'm a proud a member of Sakos at that time to have been uh, a part of that process to recognize the sports people for the sacrifices they made. And if you're going to ask me, Adib, you know, um, what is significant, what's a significant moment in your life? Then I would say, you know, that that particular night at the Athlon Stadium, and they asked me, Adib, can you take the Olympic flame and run around the Athlon Stadium track once mm. and ascend on this stand and light the flame for the start of the Olympic Games? And then, you know, I still got... A, 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 there's a, there's a, in, in, in the Western Cape, there's a, the southeaster wind that blows. Mm. And I won't forget this because as I ran with the flame, the southeaster was blowing, and the flame would and burn the top of my on my on my on my right hand. And I think you know as I ran, the pain is insignificant yeah. at the time because of what you're doing. 
And I think, you know, when you, when, 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 when you do that, uh, there's a photograph of it. And when I look at my expression as a young man at that, at that time, and I look at myself and I think, you know, how proud a moment is, is this? It's like when Muhammad Ali lit uh-huh. the flame on the arrow and through his illness was managed to actually shoot and uh-huh. light the flame. Through our struggle and our sacrifices and our loyalty and our commitment and our discipline to make sure we stand straight in terms of our belief of what we're doing. Uh-huh. Not being tempted to go on to the other side and come back and the other side. Just to stand straight, believe in what we're doing, and encourage anybody around us to do the same. And that, at that particular point in time, to actually recognize and acknowledge the people for what they've done. All codes of sport. Mm. Because we had fantastic sports people. Yeah. Natural ability. You, you just, they can play any, 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 any code of sport. That, uh, but know, the that beauty of it back then as well, um, like you said, a lot of it was natural. There was no, uh, like you have now, uh, uh, for example, a head coach, no, no. a defensive coach, correct, attacking correct. coach, no, a physiotherapist. No, no, no. Uh, a betting coach, a bowling coach, a fielding coach. Absolutely. A psychologist. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Analyst. And, correct. Yeah. We had to do all that on our own. Yeah. Okay, we played through injuries and now we find we've got arthritis in our hands. And, but it's worth it because I guess, you know, at that time when you're playing sport and you're trying to do the best that you can as a human and you're trying to build a community, I again say, as a sports person, we lived in an era where, we were ab- where it was abnormal. Mm. As a sports person, I couldn't say, I want to go and play for my country. You never had a country Correct. to play for. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yes, I could make a stand mm. so that the future kids and can have a country to play for. And that's the role that we decided to play. Mm. You know, and, 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 and like I said, man, as we grow up and we become old, we become older now and you reminisce and you start and you, you then realize how important that phase in, was in your life to have molded you into a human where you can choose what's right and wrong. You can make the choice so that your conscience is clear and that you can always have the respect for other people. You know, the biggest thing, you know, is, a, is about respect and about commitment in terms of what you're doing. And, 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 and you can find it amongst, and I'm sure other teams have got the same, you know, as they grew up and they went through the process of trying to beat us and prepare for us. And, and eventually, you know, we all become friends. You know, mm-hmm. the era, out of that era, the amount of times we've beaten Everton and uh, Matros Fontaine and, and all the other teams, mm-hmm. when you meet them, we can talk about those yeah. days as friends. Yeah. Because that is what, that is what it, it, it was all about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I don't think at the time when you made the sacrifice, I didn't think that I'm going to live in a free country. Yeah. To me, that's hey, that's the long way off. Mm. But it happened, and we need to deal with it. It happened, and now, yes, yes, we, we now see people that played on the other side that's playing here and yeah, and <laughs> that's just the way it is, and that's yeah. life. Yeah, that's but it, life. it doesn't take away from the fact that what we did, and how we did it, and why we did it, um, you can't take that away from us. Yeah, your contribution, all of all of you that... that that was part of this in, in every single code was immense. It oh, just unfortunately, uh, you know, the guys are not recognized today. That's the sad part. If that can only be, you know, whoever's contributed can be recognized. Talking about posters, you still, I hope you still got that poster, by the way. Yeah, I still, uh, I've got a message here that says, Salam, I'm 70 years old. Still have that poster of you from an old supporter. <laughs> I still got it. You know, you know what? You know what that posted? You know what, what happened then? You know, Feroz, you know, uh, Kevin Cowley. You know Kevin Cowley? Yes. He was in charge of Adidas in Epping. I could go in there anytime 
Look, I can go in there anytime uh. and walk in there and say, um, are we playing, um, and said, you come in here. There's a, there's, a, there's a football board now on the market, Copa Mundial, yeah. and World Cup. You will see on the poster that's there. I've got a pair of World Cup soccer boots on, and that's that, that's And 86 was uh, the World Cup year as well, that's right? It, 34 yeah. years ago. Mm. But I'm just saying, man, I could go in there anytime and I could choose and pick. I won the Western Promise football, football Player of the Year for the first time ever when it came out. Again, Feroz, Feroz, I'm insignificant. I'm just mentioning this. I'm insignificant as a person. Yeah. I then had an opportunity. They told me, okay, the prizes, whatever the case is, there was an a, a international uh, sporting uh, company at the top of Clicks in Claremont. I went to them and I, every player in our team, I said, okay, he's a Liverpool supporter, Arsenal, uh, and I got little things for every uh. Okay, because Vincent is my best friend. I got him a pair of Patrick boots because we both got pair of Patrick. Patrick was a big name. No, back okay, there. and I, and I <laughs> let the cat out of the bag. Uh. But anyway, <laughs> I got him a pair of Patrick gold boots. He's always uh. a deep on the Patrick pair of uh. Patrick gold boots. Anyway, we got those things. But but it's about sharing, using yes. you to get to the point where you got access. It's a team. That's it's about sharing. You know, even today, even up to today, that principle. We'll never die amongst us. Well, he sent a message now, Vinny. Uh, good evening, Firoz. I'm absolutely honored and privileged to call this man my friend, the best goalkeeper I've seen and played with, an amazing, humble human being. The world is so so poor for not seeing this man stand between uh, the goals. There's another one here. Ask Adip which club beat them in the playoffs and made them cry. Who was the goalkeeper? Uh, I, said, uh, <laughs> I said it before he even asked the question. Uh, this was the goalkeeper from here, Randall Kibo. He's from here. Okay, there's no name. There's no name, no name yeah, but sends the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, some nice, clear, yeah, nice yeah, you know. memories coming through. Let's just take a, a final ad break and we'll come back. We'll uh, wrap up our okay. discussion with uh, Adib Abrams. 2020 has been a year of disruptions and difficulty, but after every difficulty comes ease, inshallah. Enter 1442, the Islamic New Year. Welcome it with renewed faith, new intentions and new vigor. Muharram is also a blessed month to purify your wealth. Donate today and support Jabulani. Great assistance is needed for the Jabulani feeding scheme as well as the completion of classroom facilities for the Dar Sa'ad Madrasa and Fifth Academy based at Jabulani. Zakah, Sadaka and Lilla are most welcome. Visit www.feednation.org.za Jabulani, let's feed the nation. Spa has become part of the community and we consider the community like family to us. We always strive to give you the highest quality produce, the freshest meats and granny approved baked goods all at the right price every day. Don't forget to also try our amazing hot deli foods at our fully halal spa stores in Krumbum, Utri, Grassipar, Kruetskia and Strandfontein. So watch this space. We're coming to an area near you. For your convenience, our spa operating times are 7.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. daily. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. This is Inside Sports. Asalaamu Alaikum, welcome back to Inside Sport. Uh, we're chatting to Adib Abrams. What a lovely uh, conversation and discussion. Uh, this is uh, 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 Adib. Unfortunately, the time is running away uh, from us. Uh, just got an, another message. Sorry, uh, Vinny Yara, I thought I sent it. Okay, uh, there's another message coming through here. 
Booby Jacobs, the best yes. striker at the yes. time. Yes. Adip, we made you cry <laughs> that they had turf fall. Yes. Clearwood, the reason you turned pro was Clearwood that that's beat it, you. That's it. Hey? Remember I told you the one nil and the nil nil. Yeah, Booby yeah, Jacobs yeah. scored the goal. Yeah, okay, yeah, so uh, thanks, Booby, for that. Uh, uh, it's it's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Great rivalry, I'll take it. Where, is Clare, where was Clearwood from, by the way? They were from Claremont. From Initially, Claremont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, uh, uh, so Clearwood, Batswood, those were the they, top they, teams. They uh, at, at William Herbert, correct. Yeah. I just want to touch a little bit. You spoke about Athlone Stadium. What was it like playing at Curry's Fountain? That was the mecca of non-racial sport. Uh, and obviously, all finals was played there. Correct. You know, uh, you guys obviously played a few finals correct, there. Correct, uh, correct. What was it like playing at? Yeah, Curry's look, we Fountain? played. Uh, we played. I know we our first amateur final, yeah. South African Soccer Federation knockout final. We played against Saints. We was like I said, we was very young mm. at that time. Score was nil nil, penalties, and then um, Royston missed the. Crucial penalty, uh. <laughs> and 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 we cried. Eh? I tell you, I cried. We cried that day. We could, we lost. Um, we played against Hamid brothers. I'll never forget that that uh, that occasion. You know, and I think it also then prepared us for the bigger things in the in the in the professional league. Then we mm. played Curry's Fountain. We played uh, the Osmonds final. I didn't play in that angle. I broke my arm, and um, we beat. Um, uh, I don't know what, but anyway, we won, the, we, we, we beat uh, um, the team. I don't know what the team's name, um, who the team was. Was it from KZN? It was from K- KZN, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tonga Crusaders by any chance. Probably, probably, probably Tonga, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, and um, they had the Chilean brothers, the Chilean brothers or something that played there for them. Um, but anyway, we we, we, we we managed to to secure that. And then we played some Federation uh, Western Province uh, games there as well. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of memories that, that came out of Curry's Fountain that... Um, it's very fond memories, you know. <clears throat> you know, I was going to ask you, obviously listening to you, there's obviously no regrets. Uh, no, 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 yeah, no. Because uh, I was going to ask you, are there any regrets? No, no. There's obviously no regrets. Absolutely not. If it's tell me to do it over, I'll, I'll do it over again. Because I think, you know, I think, you know, as, as a human, you, 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 you surround yourself with people that has value to your life. And maybe in retrospect, you can do the same for them. And the group of players that we've got, you know, um, like I said, you know, I'm very, speak very fond of them. They know they are. We've got this group. Mm. Um, and I wouldn't change it for the world, you know. And then also the impact that one has made, you know, um, in terms of within the community. Um, maybe with you knowing, unknowingly, maybe influencing people to play sport or to try and do the things that we did. And then also to try and give back to the club in terms of uh, what the club has done for you. Now, I, I serve the club as a treasurer. When I stopped playing, I coached in the, in the, in the, in the FPL days, um, even in the, in the, in the, in the in when, when we got unification, yeah. I, I assisted there as well. So you try to do that, uh, get to the point where I'm president of the club now. Again, I'm, I'm insignificant, but I'm trying but to do... But that's what is still going strong, Yes, yes, right? yes. Yeah. In actual fact, last year we were 90 years old. Now listen to this, we're 90 years old, mm. 24 years in democracy. Now it's not easy to, to sustain a club in a community where so many other clubs are folded and other clubs from the privileged side has come in and taken players. Mm. And, but we've managed to sustain ourselves. Last year we had five events that we celebrated the 90th birth, uh, wow. anniversary and through no sponsors. Yeah. Again, this group of players and the people that's, uh, that's been committed to the club Managed to pull it off, you know. We, we know, we know, we did a big walk, a five-kilometer big walk in Weinberg, mm. from where the club started, ninety years ago, 
and we went to those houses and we plotted a, a course through Weinberg wow. as to all the mm. significant milestones and mm. you know uh, that we went through and, and people that's involved they have got the club to where it was we had a massive uh, black tie affair at, uh, at the Civic Center oh fantastic we had a day of football where we invited Santos mm. players Everton you know and tried to get everybody together and how wonderful it was just yeah. to sit there and see them I can imagine play. no, can no imagine. trophies no yeah. trophies no yeah. nothing no we just got together yeah. and reminisced and yeah. play the football like we wanted to play you know we also have a relationship with a team in in, in PE Saints every year we go up also again yeah. because which of what is we, a good thing yeah, yeah we need to try and get the juniors Absolutely. to try and get you know and Absolutely. try and uh, so the spin-off can can move on to the younger players yeah. um got a message here from adrian jacobs thank you adib uh, you as your understudy at batswood you're a gentleman and the best goalkeeper um hands down uh taught us self-discipline to use throughout our lives as well and uh there's another one here Salam, brother Sheikh, you're really touching base with all the gems of Cape football. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. This is what we want to do. We want to talk about these guys like mm-hmm. Adib and the other guys that we had and going forward because we need to listen to their stories. Uh, absolutely. Uh, this is my inspiration. Amazing human being even thought it was just an indoor game. I scored a goal against him. <laughs> Irfan. <laughs> you know him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I think Abrams, it's been an absolute pleasure. Just a pity, you know, time is is, is almost uh, done. You know, we could go on talking no, about can, this. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for accepting my invitation. And it's been a pleasure chatting to you tonight. Uh, yeah, shukran, Firoz. You know, really, it, it, it just gets um, memory, you know, and adrenaline <laughs> flowing because it's been a great part of one's life, you know. And, no, and absolutely. And some other people that made comments, you know, they yeah. know what it's all about. Absolutely. You know, you know. But shukran well, for the invite. You're most welcome. Well, I hope you enjoyed another edition of Inside Sport. I'll be back with more sporting news on the drive time from uh, Monday to Friday. Uh, from me, Firo Sheikh. Have a lovely evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Together.